0: Known as the female mind. You are now entering the fangirl zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the fangirl zone. We are talking preacher today, and I am Sean Fangirl S. And with me, as always, Jess. So, episode four or five, however you're looking at it, the the South will rise again. We have weird things happening in this one, and the weirdest, I think, was that we're starting again. In Ratwater. Yeah, back in 1881. Does anybody know why this is relevant? Because we're spending a lot of time in 1881. I'm assuming that at some point this has to make sense. Although, the man, he, oh my god, what is his name? Crap, crap, crap. The Cowboy? Yeah, the Cowboy. You know him. He's from Outlander. He's from McTavish. Okay. Um, oh my god. Graham McTavish. He's playing the Cowboy. Okay. And I didn't realize it because you don't see his face really close. Okay. But I don't understand what he is in this and why he is. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Because we know that he's going to get this girl's medicine at an apothecary. Yes. I love that. Yes. Jess and I laugh about that because we have people all the time. Can I speak to the druggist? No. How about the apothecary?
1: How about the alchemist?
0: All right. That's things that happen when you get bored at work. But anyway. Um he asks for a room at the saloon saloon. I was called a salon. The saloon because the medicine won't be ready till the morning. And of course they ask for if it's a sleeping room or a whoring room. Again, weird. Is this supposed to be like where I don't know. I mean, Twin I Vine think, is now or I you know
1: and I keep thinking about like how you know the obviously he's what he comes upon. What he comes across is some men taking advantage of a woman her child's in the room, her husband's making today. the
0: husband making the child watch.
1: Yeah. And I mean, is this child does this is is a child important? Is this like you know the great 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 grandfather of You know, someone, are we meant to know?
0: I don't understand anything. Or is it just something that, like, triggers him later?
1: Or, yeah, Because then
0: you have a preacher, a a debauched preacher, who is preaching to the whores. Mm -hmm. And he comes over and he's like, I know you. I know who you are. And the guy's just, like, ignoring him. Because he doesn't really speak at all. No. But then you have, you know, the cowboy, the next morning, he picks up the meds and he's headed out. And he had, uh past a group of settlers, I guess, headed to Ratwater, and the boy's waving, and he's like, we're going to Ratwater! We're going to Ratwater! And all of a sudden, the guy just keeps thinking about what happened to the little kid the night before. And that's why I didn't understand if this is more significant, if we're going to get some weird flashback, but I don't understand why this flashback is significant at all yet. Mm. And so he actually get, like hits his horse to gallop. All he's doing is walking his horse... When the woman tells him those couple episodes back, oh, three days, maybe four, and you are taking your sweet-ass time, Mm -hmm. why are you not galloping that damn horse? Yeah. I'm not saying, like, straight on, but more than just a nice little leisurely stroll. You're not on a trail leading a bunch of people behind you for pleasure. This is, like, something kind of important. Life or death. Right. So anyway, he turns around, he hightails it back to Ratwater, there's the, what is it? The wagon. I'm like, what are the words? It's not a car. The wagon, there's a dog inside, you know, lapping up blood. He goes in and he finds that they're just selling scalps. Which okay, but where's, okay,
1: the, obviously their family
0: is dead, but the dad's just to the dentist. No, the side. family was fine, because the kid's like, hi, hi mister, hi, cowboy. Right. Okay. But I didn't understand what, I mean, I guess this was a thing. This is a thing in history that nobody talks about. There's a lot of stuff in history nobody talks about. History is definitely rated R. Right. Uh, It's just gross. It's disgusting. But then the preacher, you know, is like, I remember who you are. And he... The cowboy hits him, and then there's, like, a fight.
1: And he shoots his his cattle, his... His horse. Horse,
0: and he's... Yeah, because he's like, oh, I know you from Gettysburg. And then he shoots the horse, and I'm like, why? Why the horse? Leave the horse alone. Kind of like every movie that we've ever watched, as long as the... Dog doesn't get it, then we're fine. Don't touch the animals. These these people are probably a holes, but like leave my poor puppies alone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I actually was mad, like so mad because of the horse. Not even so much as the man is going to try to save his daughter. What? Assuming is his daughter. And now he's got to walk back. And he does. But it, it's because they killed an animal, and I was mad. I feel like I'm watching Game of Thrones, and it's like they're killing all the animals. You leave my direwolves alone. <laughs> no joke. So anyway, so he walks back. And if, again, I feel like he probably could have bought a horse. Maybe he only had money for the medicine. Maybe. Maybe
1: so he could have stolen a horse, but, you know, that's a hanging offense, most, most of these parts. I mean...
0: Yeah, probably back in that time, yeah. So he he gets back, and, well, his wife and daughter are dead, and the crows are in there. But his wife's not just dead. She was, like, tied to a chair. I don't know if you've noticed that. I just don't understand, like... Yeah. I don't know what the point of this is. Because then he grabs his gun and apparently a saber, which I didn't notice that, from the closet. And then that's it with 1881.
1: Yeah. Then we're back.
0: So I don't know what the heck this has to do with anything. We're super confused about this. If anybody knows wh- how 1881 is, like... Relevant.
1: Or is this, like, Ken Cannon, like, way back? Like, is this his forebear? Who who is this guy related to? Why is he important? As of right now, he has no children.
0: Or is this something that is, that turns into the entity, somehow?
1: Or is this, or is this the, how the town becomes, goes, I sort of assumed when I first saw Ratwater that it was Ratwater that became Anvil, or Mm -hmm.
0: something. Yeah, who wants to call it Ratwater forever?
1: That wouldn't like make me go, nope. Not staying there. Not living there. Goodbye. There's rats I'm not. In the water. I'm not getting a pretty little like ink label thing that says "Wet Water." <laughs> right. <doing it>. Goodbye. <laughs> this is not where I'm raising my children. I
0: can't imagine. Right. So then we zip back to the present, and you have the sheriff out looking because he hears noise in mm-hmm. his yard, and he's trying to check it out. And I didn't know what was going on. I figured somebody was trying to, I don't know, like egg the house, TP the house, whatever. Because all because of, of Eugene. But then he sees it's just, like, the wind hitting some stuff. So he goes inside, and Eugene's like, oh, I thought I heard something, too. And he's like, just go to bed. And you can just see he's so irritated. And, again, this just makes your heart, like, crush a bit. Because mm-hmm. poor Eugene. I mean, whatever happened, which we have not gotten his backstory enough, we don't know why his dad, like, he doesn't hate him, but he kind of feel I kind of feel like he does. It's hard to tell. But Eugene goes back upstairs, and on the wall of Eugene's bedroom is painted finish the job with a big-ass arrow pointing to a shotgun. And obviously, at this point, the sheriff is a little upset, and he's like, you went and seen Tracy, didn't you? How did he go see Tracy? Because if her mom's always there to take care of her... Yeah. Is he going, and he's like lurking around the windows? Maybe. I mean, this is something that happened off screen, so we have no idea, but it's something that's really painful for Eugene, so that's it's, why we want to know more. Yeah,
1: it's crummy. Like, this whole thing is crummy. Like,
0: So, then we zip on over to the Fliva Station, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a restaurant that Emily's working at, and... Jesse's sitting there and, and just talking to Emily and he's like no it's great you know look what happened to Quinn Cannon and people are really into this and there's this group of kids next to him that they wanted to talk about the gospel so you know Emily is like this this isn't you this doesn't feel like you but don't you want him to be like all into the job he was about to quit and you were upset and now he's all into this now and like I can save these people and you again now you're feeling kind of like why are you doing this
1: I, th- I, th- I think I think there's a I think she's being reasonable by questioning it, but I also think on some level it's no go back to where it was just me and you, like you know there was this there was this relationship that only we were a part of, and now everyone wants a piece of him. Oh, you know everyone wants his attention. Everyone's clamoring for you know something from him, and I think part of that is maybe just jealousy, mm. and part of it is maybe just yeah being
0: reasonable. What changed? You were this close to walking. Right. Because this episode, pretty much you have, you have Jesse in the, the restaurant just talking to people and trying to save them and give them advice, like this whole episode. Yeah. And people are listening. And he feels like he's doing a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I still, you know, Emily's watching and really questioning why he's doing this, what he's doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know how I feel about that.
1: She's the only one on Xanax. <laughs> That's Why?
0: Uh, she we can't afford it we have Cassidy we, well no she has three kids that's, yeah. it's hard I
1: mean yeah absolutely. kids are expensive
0: shoes only your child's <laughs> shoes <laughs> uh, we have Cassidy waking up in Tulip's bed that's not awkward at which all which is Wal- Walter's house though mm-hmm. and Tulip's just looking at him and she's like so you're a vampire huh <laughs> and just explains everything and Tulip's fine with this
1: it's not crazy to her at all she's she's and you wonder has she seen something before that could not be explained or is she just maybe he's fucking high so, right. like I don't know maybe he's high right it could be possible I don't know but definitely it's this is a good question because why why is it not she's just nonplussed right she's totally underwhelmed by this and it she's not taking it as a joke either she's like okay well
0: all right. Right, because I'll tell you a secret then too. He's You're telling her home? that, "Oh, I've fallen for you," which really, He's Cassidy, s- really.
1: Oh, I would have tried. I would wanted to believe him. I would have like fallen for that hook, line, and sinker.
0: Yeah, no, there's no way. No, listen. And she's like, "Well, Although- I'm only here because I'm waiting for my boyfriend to ditch his job." And I thought she was going to say his name because she doesn't know Cassidy has any connections with Jesse right now. Right. So I thought she was going to tell him who it was and. He has just like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't who, you know, who you should be with, and you should be with me. I'm like, really? He's, you know what, it's, is he
1: even trying to be charming, or is he just not even, he can't even stop?
0: Playing. I just think he doesn't know what's
1: going he's on. He's so cute. Um, but you know what, honestly, he really is like, you gotta give him props, because he's like, well, I don't know what's going on here, but hey.
0: Right? <laughs> but I like you. We can uh-huh. blow things up together. I think it's kind of funny because yeah she's like tells him more later on in the episode she opens up to him a lot actually right and you know talking about the other guy who Carlos Carlos yes murderer right and how she wants to find him and stab him in the face with a screwdriver repeatedly and Jesse's just or not Jesse Cassidy, Cassidy is like,
1: okay, that's reasonable. Well, no, and he's and he's even saying, you know, and this guy's not going to help you do that. Right. Maybe he's not the right man for you, honey. You're looking at the right man for you. <laughs> Cassidy is so much like too much. He's fantastic.
0: I feel like he really has like his morals really move a lot. They're really fluid. I don't know that they're fluid. I well, think Well, no, he, because he I was think, like trying to save Jesse. So he was all about that but then now he's well, like and I will kill somebody for you. Is
1: it because he's is he because he feels a connection to Jesse? And so he, I feel like he's uh the alignment I think he's uh like chaotic and neutral. Like he's not going to be evil for the sake of being evil. Okay. But he's not going to be he's not going to be good just because somebody tells him to be good either. Interesting. He's like I I like hookers and narcotics <laughs> and tulip O'Hare, and I'm down with whatever you're, like, blowing up. Let's go. Getting that GTO? Let's just put the hammer down. So, oh I love gosh. it. I I just want them to, like, set the world on fire together. Like, I'm cool with it.
0: Just it's do it. It's funny. Oh my gosh. We have Donnie laying in bed, and he's like, I'm still sick. And Betsy man, his wife is really weird because she's like, if you don't get out of bed and go to work right now I'm going to sleep with that guy in accounting has been looking at me. I'm just take him into the stall and have sex with him. That and i like, wow. That was harsh. You guys have a really weird relationship. Super weird. Now the only thing that really came of that whole thing was later Donnie and Betsy are eating lunch together outside of work and Donnie tells her that Jesse has some kind of power to make people do things, that he forced a gun in his mouth. Now, I don't think that Betsy truly understood, because Donnie's crying then at this point. Right. So Betsy didn't understand that, no, it wasn't that Jesse put the gun in his mouth, it's Donnie put the gun in his mouth himself because Jesse told him. So I think that's weird, and she's just like, he'll get what he deserves. Maybe no. Maybe you guys are not thinking in the right way. Maybe. Huh. So I don't know where that's going if suddenly she's going to try to play, oh, I need to get away from him and try to like trick Jesse into helping her
1: mm-hmm.
0: only to get him into some kind of trouble. But I guess we'll find out. Um, we haven't had any resolution with the angels and their angel phone. No. <laughs> no, they just... They want- keep trying to practice what they're gonna say. Yeah, that was the most interesting thing to me about this episode,
1: where he, well, not about the episode, but about the episode as regarded them, where he's just like, okay, you're just gonna, like, act natural. Hello. (laughs) Act natural. Hello. What's, no, everything's fine. Nothing's the matter.
0: There was a small, massive, massive breach. Yeah,
1: I I mean, it was great. It's like, they were about to go for a job interview, and they were, like, trying to, like, give themselves test questions. (laughs) It was fantastic. Those two, like, I don't understand. It's like we're watching one show, and they're part of a totally different show sometimes. Right. But.
0: And they're all, like, ready to do it. And this is going on for a while through the show. Like, they keep practicing. They just keep going like And the then they're ready to do it. They're ready pick to answer. Call, they go to pick phone. it up. And then nothing. nothing. And they're like, "Ah, crap. <laughs> you waited too long. Yeah, at this point, they're, they've are they got to be a little nervous because they say this isn't good. Right. And we don't know what else. They, they weren't back the rest of the episode. No, so, it. I am a little worried. Not that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love these characters. It's like, what does What's this mean? What's, what else is coming to town is Precisely. more what it is. yeah.
1: Do uh, have they said how many episodes we have in season one? Is it 12?
0: I think so. I'd have to look it up.
1: So we're barely, we're not even halfway through then. No. Or wait, are we episode five? Episode four or five? Episode? <laughs> I, I know, I'm confused. I think it's episode five. Um, in which case, the next next week would be the mid-season episode but we're not doing a finale we're doing a straight run yeah
0: as far as I know
1: okay that's uh, awesome
0: uh let's get back to the show Emily who apparently just leaves work whenever because she's back and forth at this freaking place but she goes to the church to pick up I'm guessing what was the offering
1: okay yes to go deposit well.
0: it and she kind of cleans up a little bit and she decides she has for to to the bathroom with the door open awkward in somebody else's place, not so much. I guess in your own house, That's you do what thing, you got to yeah. do. But if you're somebody else's and you don't know, you know, for all you know, Jesse's going to be like, all right, guys, thanks for the talk. I'll see you at church. I'm going home.
1: You know Cassidy's been living there. Right. There's and another dude there that you feel like is not even... <laughs> she's,
0: and she must have been doing some kegling exercises, is all I'm going to say. Oh. Because she's managed to stop peeing because Tulip's in the door. And you can I'm sorry that probably would have scared me more and it would have been like no there's no control anymore glad I'm sitting on the toilet oh my god what are you doing here you know she's like uh he was at the restaurant and then Tulip leaves but closes the door because Tulip at least is smart
1: Tulip is a lady yes that's I'm sorry why.
0: and I hate pocket doors I hate them yeah I don't know that's a thing is that a thing in Texas I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> no. I've seen them a lot in different places. I can't stand pocket doors because they get jammed up.
1: Somebody was talking about they want, they put a barn door on something. Like a barn door that goes from one side to the like other. slides like, over. This is weird. What are you doing?
0: You're doing doors wrong. <laughs> oh, anyway. And then, like I said, Emily has great control over her Kegel, kegeling yeah. muscles because then she <laughs> finishes going to the bathroom like it's no big deal nope wouldn't have happened that way for me
1: no it's weird I don't like it I just didn't like, that whole situation <laughs> it was weird for me scene. I feel very awkward about it. just like look this is no I'm out peace it's goodbye to Pete Hello, muscle strength that's all I'm
0: saying that's fair after three kids too well done maybe they have C-sections still doesn't the baby push on your bladder and stuff Okay. I don't have a kid. She does, obviously. This is why I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know. I feel all right. But he wasn't, you know, trampolining your bladder is what you're saying. No,
1: mostly he was punching me in the, the like, lungs, so oh, that was yeah. less less comfortable.
0: He's like, no, you don't get to breathe. Can I breathe? <laughs> so we're back to Eugene, trying to be really sweet. He's trying to cook breakfast for his dad, and he's like, here, I'll help you. No, I, I don't mind. And he's, like, cutting up his dad's food, his omelet for him. And he just, like, the sheriff just freaks out and throws his plate, and he's like, maybe you should go ahead and finish the job. And he's just sitting there and looking at him. It's like, this is your kid. And you're just telling him maybe he should have, you know, go ahead and kill himself. It's really messed up. You know what I really wonder, too?
1: Like, I wonder if it was, if the uh, the scarring and whatnot was somewhere other than his face. Is are, is everyone treating him worse because he's ugly, like because they can't even look at him without seeing?
0: Well, yeah, because exactly that comes happened. comes to light in this because Jesse ends up going to the flavor station to try to find Jesse. No, wait, I just said Jesse twice. Eugene Jessie goes twice. to find yeah. Jesse, and one of the waitresses is like, uh, "You know, you need to keep it outside." I told it, it can't come in. You know, they're not... Yeah. You know, they're referring to Eugene as it. They're not talking about him as a person. No, exactly. And so, yeah, it really, really is like...
1: Like he's an animal. Making me want more to know
0: what's going on. Yeah. And apparently, from what I've heard um, Seth Rogen say, that they try to do their best to bring him to light on screen. Okay. Which, like I said, I just got the books so we're going to find out exactly what he looked like. But uh, he's like, you know, talking to Jesse, going, my dad's really hurting, maybe you can pray with him. And he's like, oh, let's do something better. And they decide that they're going to you know, go and talk to uh, Mrs. Loach. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like was a really bad idea. That's always, a bad, I'm sorry, that's a bad idea. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Because, uh, woof with everything that she had going on, I felt like not the best. So they go there, and Jessie's going to go talk to Tracy, because Mrs. Loach is like, you know, I pray, but nothing happens. You do it, and, and everything changes. But then she sees Eugene in Jesse's car. It's Jessie's truck! And she flips out. She's shaking a bat and beating the crap out of the truck. She's and I'm like,
1: beating, like, and she, she would have killed him.
0: Right. Like, had she she's done. just screaming murder, and I'm like, um... At this point, don't you think Jesse would been like, you know, that's my truck. Like... Maybe you should not do this. Maybe
1: take a deep breath. Like, take a deep breath. This is not, like... And yeah, okay, this is a terrible thing. Like, what's, what's happening? I, I, I'm i not saying she's wrong to be full of rage and totally, like, inconsolable. Uh-huh. But yeah, like... Ugh.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously her daughter's been in a terrible accident and she's hurting, but wow... I mean, she's screaming that I told you if you came back, I would kill you. And, you know, Jesse's like, you know, pulling out the voice all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Not exactly in the way I would think. Right, yeah. Because he's like, well, it's a backup, drop the bat. And then he's, oh, what did he say? Forgive him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like he needs to say more. Like, not just forgive him, like, forgive yourself, something, because... Yeah. There's got to be something more. And then all of a sudden, yeah, she waits a second hugs and then him. hugs him.
1: Everybody's looking at her like, what is actually happening here? Right. You Which, drink
0: aid I'm wondering what's going to happen because we're going to go back to Quinn Cannon now. Yeah. Because Quinn Cannon is talking about how he wants to change this because, you know, he had that talk with Jesse and Donnie's screaming at him, mm-hmm. like, what did he say to you? And, okay, Donnie, nobody knows what happened to you at this point. So, you acting like this mad per- madman? Not helping. No. And Not he's helping. like, he said serve God. And then what happens later in this episode, because this is why I'm worried about Miss Loach all of a sudden, we have um Cannon meeting with the Green Acres people. And this is the final scene, which very, I, very I'm jumping. Very charming. Serving yeah, they're the just green. talking and they're like, okay, we're ready it's to get started. Two. And he's like, yeah, yeah, because i got to serve God. He kills them all. Yeah. And that's the final scene, which, like I said, there's some things I skipped. We'll go back to. But this is why he's thinking this is what it means to serve God in his head. What does this mean for Miss Loach?
1: Well, and that's the thing, is that with these open-ended, you know, forget her, serve God, mm-hmm. forgive him, you know that's a, sort of not specific. It's very subject to interpretation. And, you know, yeah, who who is God to you? What is what is God? You know, it's like when people say, "Oh, you know, this is a good thing." The the political scientist in me always wants to say, "It's good for who?" Right. Who is this good or good for whom would be the actual, <laughs> you know, who who is benefiting from this? Because yeah, serve God, but okay. Yeah. I might well, be he's an about, atheist, I too, be, Exactly. So. I might not be talking about the same God you are, you
0: know. There's yeah, it just seems you know. really strange, and it really makes me wonder what's going to happen. Is like, everybody going to all of a sudden, like, slip out. Because he does tell a couple other people, you know, be honest. Mm-hmm. In the voice. Okay, being honest 100% of the time is not a good thing.
1: No, it's terrible. Well, and that's... You know what's so funny is that, like, you know... Okay, now granted, if you're Jesse and you're a preacher, Revelation there is a there, Revelation twenty one eight says all liars going are going to hell.
0: So, but even polite liars.
1: So, so I mean, if you're dealing in absolutes like that, yes, you don't want to lie. And I don't know, there. are... This is such a like gray area because it's like if if you're wearing a terrible hat, but I love you, and you say, <laughs> "What do you think of my hat?" And I reply, if that's the kind of hat you wanted, you sure picked a good one. I'm not lying, but I'm not telling you what I thought of your hat either. Right. Right? So it's so there's a difference in lies of omission, lies of commission. But if you're not lying ever at all in anything, you're... I mean, somebody's always going to be mad at you.
0: Right. Hey. Oh, I'm on my way. Not right this minute, but I'll be on my way. I'm walking out the door, towards the door-ish.
1: Can you lie text message? This is important. Mm. This would be important to my life.
0: <laughs> I'm almost to work, I swear.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Uh, let me see. What else happens that we have to bring? Oh. We have the angel. <laughs> Should we talk about the angels first? Or I, to think, I feel like we talked about the angels. Well, oh, we have more. I forgot they were back in this episode. Oh, I was thinking I they weren't gone. anymore. Because they do. They go to see Jesse and oh. talk to him. I forgot about that. I say, they look, came. we
1: need this. And they're like, you're crazy.
0: Right. And he, they tell Jesse, though, that, you know, we gave you the money that you wanted for... We gave you the
1: hookers the and hookers the drugs. hookers
0: and the drugs. And he's like, skinny chap. Tall. Yeah, Rangy. Okay. that's not me. Yeah,
1: um, but they do—they do give him a very good revelation that what he's using as the word of God what is not God. Is not God. What's inside yes. of you is not God.
0: And I think they, they don't him out. They, they don't
1: d- say though it's not of God. They just say it's not God. They
0: do well, you know? don't tell him it's evil either. Yeah. So we don't know what it is, but he's like, we need to get it out of you. And Jesse's kind of f- freaked out about it. It's like, wait, I've been using this, thinking it's good. Is it actually good? And they Should don't ever explain anything know. at this point, so that's why I was thinking. For some reason, it was the preview. Oh, okay, but yeah, I'm I'm a little worried that Jesse might flip out now. Yeah, which of course is not good. No, never. We have. Let's go back now. Tulip. Tulip is about to rob a drugstore. She grabs a ski mask. I'm like, really? Because nobody's gonna notice you walking in Texas when it's hot out wearing a ski mask.
1: This not weird totally at all. Totally normal.
0: Apparently she does it because she goes to find Cassidy, who was supposed to be going to the hardware store, and she said, yeah, it's the opposite way of the strip club. Where does she find him?
1: The At the strip, strip club. club.
0: So she gives him the pills, and he, what does he say? Are we dating now?
1: I th- or are we going steady or something? Okay. Yes. It was, very, it was very clever.
0: He's yeah. adorable. <laughs> and next thing we know, they're having sex in the back seat, but she's just looking out the window, and Cassidy, like, has no clue what's going out. Like she looks very distraught,
1: despondent
0: almost. Yeah, she's. Or is like, they like to say despairingly. It's lots like of D you, words. Do you feel like you know there's going to be music with like all around me all familiar faces? <laughs> like I feel like that should have been playing because she just looked so out of it. It's it should have like, been raining. It
1: should have <laughs> <should've> been <raining.
0: laughs> Add that too, <laughs> <And> <laughs> a single tear rolling down her. Exactly. Why? Why did she do it then? Do you think it's, like, she's trying to use Cassidy to help her get to Carlos now? Or that she's just so mad about Jesse? Because she goes to confront Jesse earlier in the episode. And he's like, you know, people change. Yeah.
1: You can be good, and too. Think, and she's like, just get, get
0: away. And I think that's what it was. That she doesn't think she's going to be able to reach Jesse. But now the angels talk to him. Who knows what's going to happen. It's true. But I, I just felt like... It was odd that all of a sudden she's just, like, having sex with Kathy. and Cassidy's just, you know, like, yay, sex, drugs, I don't know Sex drugs and roll,
1: man, come on. What he is... has
0: no clue what's happening. And he, she's,
1: like, crying in the corner, it's so sad. It was very sad, I wanted her to enjoy it more, like, I'm here, <laughs> if she
0: enjoyed it more. Okay, that was awkward.
1: <laughs> well, not super awkward, but no, seriously, anyway, like, this is just, awkward. <laughs> no, I just feel like, like, anytime something like this, this happens, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Why Why was this necessary? Why do they have to have sex if, like, everyone's going to be sad afterwards? It's depressing. <laughs> this is not a good
0: reason to have sex. No, not really. But, anyway, so. Well, not really. Not at all. I don't, I know, don't know why I said not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, not really. Whatever. <laughs> all right, guys. So, any information you want to share with us, Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on our website, of course, www.fangirlzone.com over on our Facebook page. It's FG Zone. Or if you just go to the website, you can hit the contact links. Same thing. And don't forget to shop. We have affiliate links. It doesn't cost you anything. It helps us just kind of keep everything rolling. It helps us keep upgrading our equipment. Because it's expensive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it helps keep the lights on here at the Fayetteville Zone. Right. It's important. Lights so, are important. Yes.
1: Air conditioning is important. It
0: is. We have a lot of really good... Links. We have Amazon. Amazon's great. Which I've bought so much stuff from, for Fangirl Zone on Amazon. We have Once Upon a Tea. We have Fan's Edge. So you can get awesome geeky shirts mm-hmm. and awesome sports shirts. Go team sports. Score the points. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Of course, team I have sports. a Blackhawks thing up there just because, well, we're Blackhawks fans here. Cubs. But Cubs get their- you can get Cubs. You can get. Royals, you can get Mets, you can get other teams that I can't think of names don't in other tell
1: sports. Me buying Dolphins, Royals. I don't know. Don't <laughs> tell me.
0: So check it all out and hit us up because, like we said, we want to know more about your fan art. We want to know more about your fanfic.
1: Yes, more
0: just theories. If you're, if you're tracking
1: anything or if you're uh, if you're tracking,
0: what are they going to say? No,
1: listen. <laughs> no, I will be tracking uh, hashtag fangirls on on Tumblr, and I will be tagging like our preacher stuff with that. So if you are on Tumblr, like hashtag fangirlzone for anything that you want us to see, because I will be keeping an eye out. Jess is the Tumblr
0: queen here, because I, I have no idea. It. I had her set up, I think Constantine one way back when we did it, and then
1: we had a, unfortunately and it fell
0: off. I don't know, and, Almost human. I still like follow that. Oh stuff. yeah, we do.
1: <laughs> people, people still like uh, like hit me up occasionally for almost human stuff, like her questions or whatever. So I still love that mm, fanfic. Ruben. Like they, oh, you know, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. Anyway, whatever. So, but we're super excited because that has made the way for preacher, and we're super excited about that. Yes,
0: and season two. So, anything you want to send us, we will happily link, link it on our Facebook page and maybe even on our our website and maybe you can come on and talk about it yourself
1: we love company yes we'll Uh, feed you and feed you virtually feed you oh also (laughs) if anybody's gonna be in Chicago for wizard world coming up in August like hit us up because we could like meet and fangirl together and geek out over whatever
0: you'll be able to see us which hopefully we'll have that up too on our website we're getting jerseys and we should hopefully have links up where you can buy jerseys or shirts if you're a fan of the Fangirl Zone, yeah, you will see us soon. So for this episode of Fangirl Zone and Preacher episode four-ish, five-ish, however you want to look at it. South Flores again. <laughs> I'm Sean Fangirl I'm Jess. And until next time.